Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, all you beautiful kings, queens, and everything in betweens. I'm Matt. Nice. I like that new one. Oh, uh, hi, I mean, hey, English. I'm Harry. <laughs> I think my interest startled him a bit. Yeah, Too dude. much energy. Well, I'm so used to the usual good morning, good evening, yeah. all you beautiful people out there. But, but no, I like that too. We are part of a, uh, a de- I don't know if this is correct, gender fluid studio, so we should probably be a little more gender Just fluid. Just stop you now. You anyway. get the point. We're trying to be more inclusive and, you know, we do have actual people who do identify as neither male or female, so to incorporate all that, kings, queens, everything in betweens. It's a cool, it sounds cool anyway, while we're getting yeah. into this. Um, simply put, we're back. We're yeah. here for 2021, crawling out of the fire that was 2020. Yeah, it's it's nearly February. Like, where the hell has time gone? Don't tell me that. I, I don't know. That, that's kind of how every... I feel like for the last couple of years, that's kind of how every year's gone for me. Mm. Like the first couple months speed by, I feel like I've gotten nothing done. But then suddenly the middle of the year will hit my birthday as well. Mm. Um, I'll still kind of feel like eh, nothing's really happening. And then in the last few months, everything, everything happens. happens. I reflect back on the year and I go, oh shit, I actually did a lot of things as well. Yeah. And so I feel like, yeah, the start of the year goes by quick, but a lot still happens. Yeah, like I'm um, trying to be more productive this year and getting stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also the fact that we do this weekly and we didn't record for the first couple of weeks of 2021. Yeah, we've been um, busy with stuff. Busy with a lot of stuff, projects. projects. Yeah. And that kind of goes into today's topic. Um Sorry if you're here for, I don't know, cyberpunk. Um, we will get to it. We will get to it. Uh, we are worry. two nerds in a room. We do t- plan on talking about what two nerds in a room would yep. talk about. Shameless plug. Um, <laughs> but we're just getting back here. We're getting back into the swing things. Quick half hour episode just to talk yeah, to you guys. Just talk about what we're a welcome back to. kind of thing. Um, talk about goals and aspirations because a lot is happening for both of us. Um, both yeah, in this, real life and nerdy stuff. Um, yeah, this year is going to be... Uh, interesting. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be busy. It's going to be busy. Definitely busy. Um, simply put, I I talking about more nerd stuff just because I'm actually really excited about this. I've been looking at this a lot. Um, Gunpla, and I know you're laughing at the name of that. Um, uh, it's an interesting name. Um, I mean, it's an interesting whole real genre, really. But you know, I know it's something you're you hands are genuinely you know interested. What Gundam is hands up if you like Gundam. I'm curious how many people actually raise their hands to that. If you did, I appreciate you. Um, yeah, even though I was, in, I was, <laughs> I was half expecting to look at the screen and see people. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, oh, wait, no, we don't have a live stream going. Yeah. Um, yet. 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 Um, but simply, um, but, well, I mean, you, you laugh at Gunpla, but also keep in mind, like, you can't deny you are a statue guy. Yes, yes, I do. I do like me a good statue. I'm essentially getting into that, except I don't want it to just sit there. I want it to do more than that. I want to be he able wants to, to build his own action figures. Yes. Yeah, that's very, very broad terms is what it is. Obviously, it's not exactly what it is. It feels faintly insulting saying <laughs> it like that. But as opposed to putting a Barbie doll on the shelf, I want to build an action figure. Yeah. <laughs> I will admit, um, they, they do look very cool. Like, I have seen... Well, I, you see them at markets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they are very cool like, looking well, things. It does become a whole thing, and it is a genre I kind of want to get into. I, I guess because a um, bit of background, I'm moving out. I'm mm. going to be staying at a uni share house. He's um, moving on. He's moving up in life. 
I don't know if I'm moving up so much as I'm moving over. <laughs> well, you're well, you're a step ahead of me in, in that department in terms of moving out because that's my end of the year goal is to get my own or be in place. a position yeah. that I can ha- call my uh, own place. Again, I will say it is very easy to find a place to rent and to move out. Um, it's just the income easy. I need to worry about at yeah, the moment. Exactly. That's, that's the main um, thing. I'm literally doing it the only way I plan on going is youth lounge and whatnot um, because I don't have a job yet and it is very difficult to find a job in the current post-COVID market. Even in WA where we don't really have to worry about COVID, still hit us pretty hard and yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, jobs are a little a little toit at the moment, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll um, get yeah. to it. So moving out, I just figure new things and new distractions. Yeah. Um, oh, on, on the topic of like looks for distractions. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like on the topic of moving out, like a skill I do want to learn this year, and I don't know if it's really yeah. nerdy, is learn how to cook. I do not know how to cook properly. I don't know how to cook either. I just <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping someone at the share house either knows how to cook or it's going to be fast I, food for a while yeah, <laughs> or basic honestly. noodles. It's a case of I figure you'll learn how to over time. Yeah, um, yeah, no. I, I know how to cook. This episode's very, very many views. Very basic things, but I do learning. Learning how to cook is is something I do genuinely want to. I mean, I burn toast every time, but I know, still know how to cook it. Yeah, yeah. If you burn something, can you say you know how to cook it? If you burn it, you cooked it well done. <laughs> Real well done. Real well done. Yeah. Pot starts melting. Hi, would you like a little extra start eating? Little bit of metal in your soup. Spicy. Oh, that <laughs> would be the metal. The metal? You burnt a bit there. How hot would it have to be, though, unless you're eating mercury? At that point, you're just trying Ooh. to kill somebody. Yeah, and there's easier ways to do it than you know, go to the effort of burning something. Well, no, actually, at that point, like if you're looking to kill someone or at least poison them, like the thermometers are still a thing. Just grab a thermometer, crack it over the bit, a little bit of glass goes into it as well. Put that into the soup, stir it up real nice. Make sure it's something really spicy so it's hard to tell. Hopefully it mixes in well enough. It's also a solid metal that wouldn't really mix, but who knows? If they're hungry enough, they won't notice. You just use ricin. It's uh, a thing extracted from a certain bean. Uh, it's very overlooked in an autopsy. Like, it doesn't even show up. It's oh. tasteless. Like, it's a, like powder, essentially. But can you easily get your hands on it? Uh, you can get your hands on the bean, and then if you and then you can, oh. you know, Google search how to actually turn it into the extract where you need to. leaving a bit of a paper trail. To a degree, yeah. Uh, not that we're encouraging any of this. Do not kill people, please. Um, I've looked up how to make explosives. Um, don't ask. That's a, um, the thing I know about that is I, if you do search stuff up like that, you become flagged. Oh, I here's the thing. So, and this is where I relate it to being nerdy. Um, again, goals and aspirations. For instance, my goal is I'm going to uni to learn game design and animation and possibly branch off into graphic design because I want to learn to be an artist for the rest of my life. I want to get into video game design. I want to get into world building because that is what I've done all my life. I can tell you of three fan projects and then three original projects I have with over 60 characters each that I haven't even written down. I just have in my head. And I constantly do that. That is my hobby. And so I am going to a place so I can learn how to do that. And the reason that I accept that I am flagged (laughs) is unless Incognito does something, I doubt it does. 
um, is because since I've been about 14, for all these world-building projects, I'm into shonen anime and superheroes and all that kind of stuff. And so it's always about the power system. It's always about the fighting, the gritty bits of it. And so, for instance, okay, what if you can turn your parts of your body into nitroglycerin? What are the exact properties of nitroglycerin? So I started looking t- into that when I was about 16. Um, I think I may have looked... Perfect age to, to start looking into stuff like that. <laughs> I may have looked out, up how to create a specific bomb. I don't know. I know I've looked up um, easily, and this was the direct Google quote, um, easily concealable weapons, police. So often used by police, easily concealable weapons. Yeah. Um, or I've also looked up the most explosive nitrogen-based um, explosives, which turns out nitrogen in of itself is actually really good for explosions just because of the fact that nitrogen, um, I think it always wants to be in a two-atom bond. Okay. And so when you look at a lot of explosives like TNT oh, so and whatnot... covalent bond, I think that's yeah. the right yeah. So I, I'm not, I failed chemistry. Or, well, I didn't fail it, I just didn't do well. I did better in I physics and whatnot. I didn't get the opportunity whatnot. to do chemistry. Oh, I didn't do it into year 11 and 12. I just did it up until we had normal science class. Mm-hmm. Um, I did better in physics than I did chemistry. But basic didn't point have is physics. a lot of things... Damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of things will have nitrogen in those covalent bonds. No, in tri-bonds. Tri-bonds. And because of that, it hates that. Okay. And so the second it finds three other nitrogen, they but they have very strong bonds, they rip apart to go into those covalent bonds. So now you have three twos. And the energy created from that separation is what creates the explosion. And so they're very unstable because they want to get out of that three point, but they also create a lot of energy. So. so that way you have a very unstable explosive. So this was actually for a full metal alchemist. I was trying to figure out how you could create explosions out of air. Air is 70% nitrogen. And so I can tell you there's a highly... It's the most explosive co- compound in the world, I think. Um, where it is 14 nitrogen bonds um, and two carbon bonds, I think. Wow. Um, and that essentially goes off like a firecracker. Um it's either that or there's it's um, I think there's a trinitrogen iodide, um, where essentially it's it's a bunch of trinitrogen. I don't I don't exactly know what that is, uh, but essentially it's mostly nitrogen and a little bit of oxygen and blows up just as well. There's also another nitrogen-based one that leaves off a purple smoke. So I guess you know for a bit of interest yeah. in the show, go for a bit of stylism. Chemistry. Look at this. Yeah, but this is chemistry related to being a nerd because this is all. I looked up all of this for a self-insert Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood fan character. I was literally looking up just so I could find a way so that if I was in that world, I could fight as a badass. And that's, that's me really being a cool. nerd. That's me being a fan of the series. And don't get me wrong, I do this for a lot of things. And mm. um, trust me, even like. Actually, I don't want to talk about personal projects because I'm very secretive and care about them. Um, But yeah, again, I've gone through this for a lot of things just because I like an in-depth magic system. Yeah. And so I really want to explain it and how it works. Um, Even, oh God, even a um, personal project. Sorry, I'm getting carried away. No, no, please. No, it's it's good. I'm excited. Um, When I was either 13 or 14, it was something like that. Um, you know, chemistry, geology, classes, all that in science. Yeah. And so what came of that 
is I essentially, and I might still work on the project as a more slice of life thing, but I was going for, I wanted a um, kind of, if anyone knows anime, think Eureka 7, think a little bit more Gundam, maybe Gundam Unicorn. Um, this essentially, think um, those classic animes with hoverboards yeah, um, and how they're always leaving like a little trail of light. Okay. So it becomes very stylized. And so when I was 14, I just wanted to create one of those for myself. I wanted to create my form. I wanted to make my stamp on the genre. And so that's why I thought up in my head. Um, and so it did become a whole thing. And so I started looking into the world building of it. Okay, I want floating cities. Why are they floating? Okay, let's say we have... I originally went with Earth, but now let's say we have an Earth-like planet. What if suddenly there is an increased amount of volcanic activity underwater? Again, I think something like the majority of Earth's volcanoes are underwater. So Mm. that is the thing. Like, considering 70% of the planet is water, covered by water, the vast majority of volcanoes, whether they be as big as Vesuvius or they be as small as this room, exist on fault lines and... All underwater. That's actually pretty cool. I have to actually do some research into that. And so I'm learning... I'm genuinely curious now about that. Nice. Learning basic chemistry. Yeah. Um, and how you can rip apart because water is just H2O. It's one hydrogen um, atom and then two ox- oxygen atoms. Mm. And they're bonded in that kind of triweave. And then you have tons of that. It's yeah. also why water is wet because water flows over water and so it makes it wet. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, that's Science. Um, but as a, I, I don't know, I was 13, 14 or something, and I just stupidly heard what we had heard in science class. And so I figured for the setting of this world, okay, um, if we use those underwater volcanoes, so we have increased um, seismic activity, if we have a lot of volcanoes going off at once that are extremely powerful, that creates enough energy to rip those bonds apart mm. so that suddenly you have these massive eruptions of ocean surface that have been water that's now been ripped apart into pure oxygen and hydrogen. So suddenly, along with this, this is also flooding the rest of the world, which means that everyone has to move up into cities. To power those floating cities, they use the new atmospheres that's been created. So now you have an increase in oxygen, making it easier to live at higher atmospheres. And you also have an increase in hydrogen, a very powerful energy source. So from these volcanic eruptions, which rip apart essentially from the basics, um, the water into those two compounds, you now can live at a higher altitude and have energy for it. And so what if we had, um, what if the world has small hoverboards which continually take in hydrogen, just natural hydrogen from the air around to power them to move? So then that also goes into points of, I thought of scenes where, say, most floating cities would be in oxygen-high areas with yeah. just enough um, hydrogen, and then you maybe you have hydrogen miners that will go out to dense places. So then what if you have a group of teenagers who escape this thing, go out on their hoverboards, and now they have to worry about the fact that they're not just there. They, they can chill out on the water down below. They can look for ancient civilizations. Um, or they also have to worry about high... I, High hydrogen areas because that's you can't breathe that in. That's going to yeah. kill you. Yeah. So what if now you have a place that is, doesn't have enough oxygen, but suddenly while you're going through it, it would give your board a massive boost. 
So, like, that's the ultimate I'm, I'm really like high. P- so picturing they'd... all of this in my head. That yeah. So what really if suddenly cool. you have adrenaline junkies or just kids trying to escape people? They go into a system that is high in hydrogen so they can go faster. They can do more, but it's even more dangerous. Like, yeah. I, a key scene, and I like coming up with, like, almost artwork pictures, like snapshot and it would be a piece of art. Yeah. Um, a key scene would be, say... And it originally started as a shonen fight thing, and I was interested by the idea of hoverboard combat. Um, more so, like, quite literally think if you have your feet... Like, if you could fight on a hovering um, board using the trail of it, hydrogen fire. So similar using to... That, um, using it as a shield, jumping... Spider-Man 3's Harry Osborn's glider. Even more in-depth. Okay. Because now you're not even staying completely upright. You're versing someone else with that, you're using hand-to-hand combat. Some more silver being surfer? Able, more than that. Because the idea is you're quite literally going back and forward and you're staying as close as we are to fight hand-in-hand, then suddenly you bring your board up as a shield or you quickly, you lean back so you don't worry about the gravity of it. Yeah. You lean back and use the back of your board to try and hit them with a blast of hydrogen fire. Or you're willing to suddenly jump off, hit somebody, wait for your board to come back to you, Hit it on your feet so then you change your direction, come back up, and then hit them. Get it? Yeah. So I decided not to go with all that. I decided to make it slice of life. Um, It's easier. But the idea was um, one of the key scenes. Again, this is years. This sounds really freaking cool, man. I'm picturing all all of this in my head, and I'm like, I'm just picturing Um, that that fight scene up in the clouds and, you know, pitch perfect sky, like blue sky, like. Then it also goes into the thing of, obviously, back then I was thinking, okay, what if suddenly we have weapons that we can use as well? But I won't go into that. Um, And so one key scene for me was what happens if the main character, you know, the big bad, hits him off, he falls, his board tries to catch up to him, and you see him go below the cloud level. But you also know where you are is high in hydrogen. The reason for it, because there's an active volcano under the ocean surface. So imagine this scene where all of a sudden you're watching from a relatively safe point. You've just watched your leader, your best friend, just die into the cloud. And then all of a sudden you see massive light because the volcano erupted, creating that separation, giving him both oxygen to breathe and enormous amounts, enough to almost break the board of hydrogen to create power. So suddenly you have this dude breaking through at sonic speeds. The cloud separates as he soars into the sky on what looks like a comet trail behind him. And the thing is he'd also... I originally wanted to give them um, kind of gloves that Mm. could also interact with hydrogen to leave these little trails. Think of it kind of like longboarding. So they can use that to grab, essentially grab at the air, create propulsion back so that they can quickly swing around. So what if you had this dude, he's just like, he's on the board, but his hands out completely into the air, and his hands are just covered in this hydrogen dust that's trailing behind him, and his board is almost engulfed in this cyan hydrogen flame that's just sending behind him as he scores, soars into the sky like a comet. And it's like the birth of a new phoenix, that kind of thing. And... Yeah, so that's my whole nerd thing. That's from years ago when I was like, 14, I can, 15, I can hear the score for that yeah. as well, the music um, in my head. And so, simply put, 
One, that is why I'm on a watch list because I've looked up how to create a bomb. I've looked up nitrogen properties. I've looked up hydrogen, all of that for stuff like this. And this is part of my goal for the year. I want to go to a uni course where now... Where you can gain the skills to actually create yeah. something. To and this. I literally plan on trying to gain the system. If they say, hey, create an artwork like we did back when I was at school, um, create a quick animation piece. Okay, I'm not just going to create some car driving by. I'm going to try and create a walking process for a specific character I know so I can get my feet rolled. Yeah. Because again, um, off the top of my head, I've got you three trade, specific... trademark this idea. Anyone listening? This, like... That's a failed one. Wow. That's a failed one. That I've got three other epic. stories I'm happy to talk about. I've got three other stories I'm currently working on that I want to make real. And then I've got, well, I've got that one, which, hell, I wouldn't mind working on this Sky Surfer story. That's really um, cool. Along with that, I've got another one I used to work on that I even worked on in part with my mate. We worked on a bit of the world building, which is more a steampunk setting. Um, not high-flying things, more so think... Think steampunk society meets Japanese culture meets a revolution, um. But yeah, that's a whole thing. So yeah, that that's part of my goals for the year, I guess, because I want to. Th- this has been this has all been happening to me since I was maybe eight nine years old and used to play pretend as a kid. I just never grew up and stopped playing pretend. I paced around my room thinking through all of this, and so I want to create this create it into a job so that I can live off it and be proud of it. And this year is one of the first initial steps I'm taking to try and make that a reality. Is that good enough of a goal for you, buddy? <laughs> yes, that that's a lot. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I went no, on no, such like, a ramble there. No, no, I, like, I'm I, sorry to the viewers, unless you found that entertaining. Oh, I um, certainly did. I, ho- I hope you guys <laughs> did. That was bloody gold. Like, I'm just watching you be so passionate about it, and I'm, like, captivated by everything I can do. I'm visualizing everything that you're saying, and I can hear the music for when, you know, he bursts through the clouds, as as you put it, you know, the rising phoenix. Like, These whoa. days, it is more, just because I don't want to create too many um, fighting yeah. series, um, it is more so a case of, you'd still maybe look into a bit of that... Um, Hoverboard combat, just because I think it's an interesting way. I love coming up with fight scenes, um, creating them. Yeah. Um, part of why I want to get into animation, just so I can animate some of them. Um, but part of it, I think I'd go for more of a slice of life lo-fi series. Okay. Um, just think more, because I essentially, because the hoverboards themselves were also meant to be based on kind of 50s era muscle cars as well. Okay. Um, so not the usual sleek design. Think more something the size of yourself. Hmm. Um, and then kind of the classic kind of taillight look, the big front to it um, as an intake. Um, and so the whole idea is essentially think um, surfer bum run away from society story, but in this world setting I've just created. And so think uh, about something as chill as there being... Yeah, essentially. Um, but essentially now, okay, what if it hasn't covered... I don't know how much I actually want to talk about this because now I'm talking about the version that I do kind of want to create and mm. I don't want to put it out there and say, hey, someone steals my ideas. Yeah, no, and that, um, that's so we'll stop. Yeah, you've got to trademark your ideas. Yeah. And this is why I don't talk about any of this stuff much. I am this... This is... If someone asks me what I do in my spare time, the it's, honest it's answer this. would be this. Yeah. But I can't really say that because how do you explain this? Yeah. How, how do I... Because, like, if I just talk to somebody, I'm just going to be saying, yeah, I play pretend in my head. 
Well, What's well, like when so, when someone asks you to describe D and D, for example, like how could like the best way I can describe it is me and maybe six other people have Lord of the Rings size adventures in our minds. Yeah, like we all participate in worlds that like, like sometimes even trump Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Yeah. Like those kind of scale adventures. Like, but like, how do you phrase that in a way that? Pretty much, someone can go yeah. for a head other than you know it's that's, Skyrim in our heads kind of thing yeah. and that's the thing that's why so one I wouldn't talk about it because I don't know how to describe it and also I'm scared of people stealing my ideas if I'm being completely fair. honest no no that's completely um, fair yeah I'll, I I'll try not to I feel mm, <laughs> I feel stupid As it, like if if, if, I, if I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't steal it but I'd more try to like expand on that from my yeah. from my interpretation of that and then just you know write a story or whatever or create characters i wouldn't actually do anything with it because that's oh, cool man um yeah. that's really cool and you. i am very glad that you have a a like a goal that you're genuinely <laughs> genuinely working towards and taking this first step to actually go to uni is amazing man yeah. and i'm very proud of you for that i want to be a paid nerd <laughs> fair fair i mean we can't really do it here <laughs> Hey, not the, yet anyway the studio's not yet. on the up and up we won't be volunteers forever yeah yeah fingers crossed what about you man what big nerdy aspirations have you got Ooh, okay so we were technically supposed to come well we were advised that we were supposed to come in last week but none of us were actually told that we were supposed to come in last week to to record an episode so last week i was in mindari working on a music video uh, the biggest music video I've ever worked on. The budget for this was like ten thousand, so a lot. Um, we had a drone that we used, which was about thirty nine thousand dollars. Like Damn. this is an ins- like I can't say the word, but it's a massive f off size drone. Like <laughs> yeah. this is it's, it's ridiculous. a proper one. You can yeah, yeah like the camera the on it is the lens of a camera kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. We had that. We had models. We had like this insane mansion. It was insane. And this was just the first project. Well, that was supposed to be done last year, but obviously due to... COVID. Oh, not necessarily COVID, oh. but just everyone's availabilities and oh, yeah. uh, budgets and whatnot. It was pushed back to now. Scheduling. I also finished another music video um, nice. uh, that we started last year, but we finished it this year, again, just due to everyone's availabilities. Other mm. people have work and other commitments. So I've got two videos hopefully coming out uh, in the next two months, so I'll be very happy to see how they turn out. I've been told that we have a lot more music videos to work on this year. Some of them may nice. result in me going over to Melbourne Melbourne to work on them, so that'd be interesting. Um, I've met a bunch of new people recently, ones that I want to make music videos with, and the guy that I was talking to was like, oh, you know, because I was the assistant director, and, you know, he was like, I, I'd want you to direct the music video if we were to make something. I'm like, oh, that's nice. awesome, man. I appreciate that's that. Good. And also just because the communication on the set that we were on was abysmal, to say the <laughs> least. Oh, it was so bad. But it's all right. We got everything we needed done. A few little hiccups here and there we, you know, can be expected on a ridiculously yeah. big project. But, yeah, the fact that he wanted me to direct it would it was actually really flattering. Um, yeah, I've well. started um, Toastmasters. I don't know if you're aware Toastmasters? of Toastmasters. Toastmasters, yeah. So essentially, um, public speaking workshops and stuff. Ah, I really thought you were going into a into Master Chef, but oh, no. toast. No, but it's essentially uh, public speaking. So I'm a relatively good public speaker, but I know I'll have meetings and presentations coming up um, in a more professional manner, and I want to improve. Mm. Uh, we meet uh, twice a month in the Dome Byford. 
So oh, yeah. a little bit of a drive, but that's okay. If you guys um, want to come along, get interested. Get yeah, into it's um, five bucks, and that covers just the food provided by Dome, and there's about five, six of us, so that... How does five bucks cover the food provided by Dome? Dome ain't cheap. Oh, yeah, no, but like when there's five or six of us, that's 30 bucks. And usually it's just, you know, like wedges or potato fruits okay, or stuff. Because I was not- going to say, 30 bucks would maybe get you a normal meal. Oh, yeah, no, it's just... Dome. They're not yeah. cheap. They're good, but they're not cheap. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, um, if we can't afford nothing. Just quickly, for anyone who doesn't understand, anyone who's not in Western Australia, Dome is essentially Starbucks, but better. Uh, Dome exists because Starbucks wouldn't take off in Western Australia. Dome is only oh, in Western Australia. I was unaware of that. As far as I'm aware, it doesn't exist outside of you. Yeah? Um, okay, that's pretty cool, actually. Kind of think your fa- grandma's favorite coffee coffee shop. <laughs> I always <laughs> see old people at my local Dome. Yeah, no, so like, do I. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't go there anymore. Um, but yeah, it took off because we're coffee snobs, or Australia in general is. It's why Starbucks doesn't really work here. Oh. Um, I've joined a networking group um, to kind of further my my business and stuff, which I won't go too much into. I won't bore you guys mm. with that. Uh, but needless to say, it's helped me meet a bunch of people. Uh, I also have... He's social. Oh, I know. All of this is just events <laughs> that I found on um, event pages online free. So I'm just like, I'll register to, you know, seven, eight, nine of these different things and attend and try and, you know, meet new people, be social, kind of focus on myself and improve. I know you won't understand how I find that impressive, but I actually find that really impressive being able to do that. Okay. And it's also the more you talk about this, I just see like a little web of contacts and I just see you in the sentence. Well, that's the goal. That's that's the goal. Yeah. It's impressive. Um, What else? Because also coming from someone with major social. That's why I want to try and get you to come to Toastmasters with me. Yeah, sure. I'd give it a crack. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Um, reading. I'm trying to do a lot more <laughs> reading this year of like somewhat I'm... academic Eskimo books. Uh, so I got uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Beep by Mark Manson. Hmm. I'm about 50 pages in and really good. Really good. I don't know why I didn't I read it before. So many ads for it for like a year. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't read it before. And I also yeah. got a um, Tony Robbins book, uh, "Awaken the Giant Within." Um, it's a sounds cute. Thirty-year-old book at this point. <laughs> okay. uh, both of them uh, self-help category. Um, okay. If we're talking, sorry. No, no. no I'll let you finish. Carry on. Oh, wait, so, go. Oh. All right. Well, wait. Go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm just trying to get into reading more at this point. Like I get up. 6, 6.30 each day. Like, even today, I was up at about 6.30. My sweep in now is 8.30, which used to be the time <laughs> I would get up normally. Mm. Um, so, yeah, getting up early, Definitely. doing stuff. I also want to try and get to do more exercise. Uh, I'm not in a position that, you know, it's it's a necessity, but... Hey, come I, along with me. But I would like to Gym be in, in, in a better state, <laughs> yeah. And I also would, would like to make more money. Mm. I'll make money, period, with my oh, we business. Both, <laughs> I think we both... A uh, big goal for both of us this year as a pair of broke 20 year olds. Well, yeah. 2021. 20, yeah. Um, 20 make yeah. money. <laughs> make money, period. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I will say on the whole reading thing, um, I have kind of gotten into reading or parts of it just for a program called Starting Strength, kind of okay. self help. Nice. It's an exercise program, which I'm steadily losing a little bit of weight and I've only just started it. It's good, man. It's essentially. You lift a tiny little bit of weight at the start. Then the next one, time you go in, you lift more. Than in, that, yeah, and I am you keep familiar going with that. And you go in three times a week. 
Yeah, um, no, that's I've, I am familiar with that. No. Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to quickly also say. say. I've been told to get back into the Skullduggery Pleasant series. I'm hoping that tweaked a few people's ears. All right. Um, I was massive into the series when I think I read I half of like, the first book and then for whatever reason stopped. This was in oh, like you hurt me like early high school. So I think it was just that's when I read it. Yeah. High school, I obviously you know Dude, had other priorities I, at the time. I read it in like year seven or year eight or something. And the problem is Skullduggery Pleasant is kind of, it's thriller fantasy verging Mm. on horror elements. Yeah. And I hate horror. Uh, And so when I was like, because I would have been maybe 12 when I started reading it and I was a very impressionable little kid who just got into like high school and everything. Yeah, Very sheltered, that kind of thing. And I specifically, I even remember skipping over parts of the first book that had vampires in it because I was too scared to read it at night. Um, But a girl I was talking to told me that apparently there's another five books that have come out since... I thought it ended. At so the did I, actually. Book. So did yeah. I. I didn't realize I was still carrying on. Um, but and fair so enough. Apparently, I don't know if it's finished or not, but they're about thirteen books now. And so Jesus. I kind and of then they are not read. small books either. They are no, chunky. They, they they start out kind of smallish, but they I remember they, they make just the, got they make bigger and bigger. Yeah, every time. They, yeah, they like are starting strength. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is that Fringe is currently happening here in WA, uh, Perth, and both. Harry and I are going to a show tonight mm. to support one of our friends uh, who's in it. Brilliant actress. Yep. I, I know I know two people in this play, and it's called oh, Dead okay, by the Minute. <laughs> yeah, networking. Dead, <laughs> Dead by the Minute. It's a... Um, Sounds exciting. 90s horror murder mystery kind of thing. It's only... It should be good. Hour and a half, a little bit over, so it's not hugely long, but either way, it should be good. I'm actually really excited for this. Oof. <laughs> Oof. That's how she, um, doesn't, oh, she doesn't hear this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's something that's coming up tonight, which should be really fun. Tickets have been booked. Uh, uh, starts at 8pm. I'm going to be a bit selfish here. Um, just because we've almost hit the half hour mark, do you want me to quickly wrap things up? Sure. Kind of, just because one final goal, what I was originally saying is, yeah, I want to get into Gunpla, mm. just as a kind of nerdy hobby. Yeah. Um, which to say, and because I've been looking into the... Iron, so... This is quite literally what my searches have been. Gundam HG IBO um, full list. Do you know what any of that means? No. That means Gunpla, the little models you build. Yep. Um, 1 to 144th scale, so about yay big. 600 mil water bottle. Yep. Um, oh, that's seven, 700. I, I guess. I haven't seen any in person. Yeah. Um, 1 to 144th scale, high grade, which means they're actually pretty decent. And from the Iron-Blooded Orphan series... I have a really, like, I have a long two-page list of all these little figures, and I've just been going over them thinking, okay, how can I build this one? Oh, I want to create a custom one by combining these pieces. And because nice. a part of it is, yeah, you start getting into it, and it's not only building them, because you quite literally just get a bunch of plastic screw plates. Yeah. So you quite literally cut out all the pieces and build it together yeah and so and along with that it, it just becomes modeling it's like sanding down the little pieces putting in finer detail applying stickers building it together a more intricate warhammer <laughs> yeah essentially it you're not painting it specifically unless you get into really custom stuff yeah um but yeah, and I'm actually really excited to get into that. And because of that, since it's Gundam, here's the little plug in the segue. Um, I was hoping at some point later in, um, down the track, 
um, maybe next episode, maybe the one after that, if anyone's interested, um, wanted to do a Mecha and Gunpla episode. So hopefully we'll get into a bit of Gundam, a bit of Pacific Rim maybe. Hmm? I have to do my um, homework on these topics. Come on, how can you not love big robots that fight each other? This was my childhood. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm a big kid. I'm a big fan of Transformers. Yeah, <laughs> I know there is the um I think there's a new Transformers series or yeah, something coming up. Netflix right now. There's a new um, one coming up, which I think I sent you the wing for a tag doing or something. It's already other. out. It's already I out. I haven't watched uh, it yet because I've been busy with other stuff. But yeah. you originally had um Transformers War for Cybertron. Now they've just released Transformers Earthrise. And yeah, it's it might the have been second that one. in a new Unicron trilogy they're doing, so there'll be a third one to come out. Yeah, I think it, it was, I think it was that one. It's not the best, but it's better. Th- it's better than what we've seen lately. Okay, um, Transformers have always they've always been kid shows, but they for a long time they've had more mature themes and they've gotten more mature over time as the series Good. goes I'm on. Glad. As each series. But recently, since about Transformers Prime, which would have come out maybe 2014, 2015 kind of thing, there's just been a lot of kid shows, more kind of toddler shows regarding Transformers. So it's nice to have something a little more mature, a little darker that's come out, despite what critics say, hey, this is what us fans actually want anyway. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, with that, I'm running out of breath and my head's getting (laughs) lightheaded. So unless you want to take the reins, should we end off at the... I think we'll end about there. Uh, Just uh, a... Short episode today, guys, just saying what we're looking forward to this year, what we've got in the pipeline. Uh, We will probably most likely have a bunch of other stuff in the works for this show with certain Mm. topics. Uh, I know you guys have are wanting us to talk about Cyberpunk and we do our reviews. I personally haven't played it yet because I'm waiting for the patches so it's fixed because I don't want to play a broken game and I don't want to get a refund because I do very much like the developer. I like what they've made. But I, I'm going to wait for all the updates because mm. I don't have internet, so I'm waiting for them all to come out. Then I'll update it, play it, and we'll give our final topic, final review and opinions. I've played about half of it. I can say that, aside from bugs, it is good. Mm. Brilliant world building. Um, they did skimp on a lot of stuff, though. But again, I'm also looking to build a PC and replay the entire yeah. thing. So we will um, get we the will review get to you guys. Just it might take a little bit because... I don't know if it's a review. We'll talk about it because it's a cool an topic. in-depth in look, and yeah. considering how much we've talked about Cyberpunk before it came out, it's almost a shtick. Yeah, um, it's only fair that we talk about it once it's actually come out and our yeah. thoughts and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's coming just... Be patient. <laughs> We've got a lot of stuff happening in our lives, personally, and we're coming. Don't worry uh, about professionally, it. Professionally, so yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> do you anyway, want to hear? Oh, no, no, probably no, not an appropriate joke. Yeah, we're wrapping up. All right. Nevertheless, it's been a short episode. We just want to get back. So we love all you guys. This is what we're looking to do, and we're looking to continue on and get into big stuff. Yeah. And so from. Two lovely nerds in a room, to all you nerds in rooms, out of rooms, and everywhere in between, we say thanks for listening. Yep. Have a good week. Keep being awesome. And yeah, see you next week, guys. Stay safe, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye.